Hello, everyone. I'm Faith, and this is the Vita English Podcast. Welcome to the Vita English Podcast. This podcast is for people who have a basic understanding of English but want to improve their fluency. Today, I'm going to read you a short story by Hans Christian Andersen called The Little Match Girl. This is a classic New Year's Eve story, and it's a real tearjerker. Have you heard that expression before? When we say something is a tearjerker, we mean a story, movie, or song that makes you cry or feel very emotional. By the end of this story, I usually have a tear in my eye. All right, let's get started. This is The Little Match Girl by Hans Christian Andersen. It was terribly cold and nearly dark on the last evening of the old year, and the snow was falling fast. In the cold and the darkness, a poor little girl with a bare head and naked feet roamed through the streets. It is true she had on a pair of slippers when she left home, but they were not of much use. They were very large, so large indeed that they had belonged to her mother and the poor little creature had lost them in running across the street to avoid two carriages that were rolling along at a terrible rate. One of the slippers she could not find and a boy seized upon the other and ran away with it, saying he could use it as a cradle when he had children of his own. So the little girl went on with her little naked feet, which were quite red and blue with cold. No one had bought anything of her the whole day, nor had anyone given her even a penny. Shivering with cold and hunger, she crept along. Poor little child, she looked the picture of misery. In an old apron, she carried a number of matches and she had a bundle of them in her hands. The snowflakes fell on her long, fair hair, which hung in curls on her shoulders, but she regarded them not. Lights were shining from every window and there was a savory smell of roast goose. For it was New Year's Eve Yes, she remembered that. In a corner between two houses, one of which projected beyond the other, she sank down and huddled herself together. She had drawn her little feet under her 
but she could not keep off the cold, and she dared not go home. For she had sold no matches, and she could not take home even a penny of money. Her father would certainly beat her. Besides, it was almost as cold at home as here, for they had only the roof to cover them, through which the wind howled, even though the largest holes had been stopped up with straw and rags. Her little hands were almost frozen with cold. Perhaps a burning match might be some good. If she could draw it from the bundle and strike it against the wall, just to warm her fingers. She drew one out, scratch, how it sputtered as it burnt. It gave a warm, bright light like a little candle as she held her hand over it. It was really a wonderful light. It seemed to the little girl that she was sitting by a large iron stove with polished brass feet and a brass ornament. How the fire burned and seemed so beautifully warm that the child stretched out her feet as if to warm them, when lo, the flame of the match went out, the stove vanished, and she had only the remains of the half-burnt match in her hand. She rubbed another match on the wall. It burst into flame, and where its light fell upon the wall, it became as transparent as a veil, and she could see into the room. The table was covered with snowy white tablecloths on which stood a splendid dinner service and a steaming roast goose stuffed with apples and dried plums. And what was still more wonderful, the goose jumped down from the dish and waddled across the floor with a knife and fork in its breast to the little girl. Then the match went out and there remained nothing but the thick, damp, cold wall before her. She lighted another match and then she found herself sitting under a beautiful Christmas tree. It was larger and more beautifully decorated than the one which she had seen through the glass door at the rich merchants. Thousands of slender candles were burning upon the green branches and colored pictures like those she had seen in the show windows looked down upon it all. The little one stretched out her hand towards them and the match went out. The Christmas lights rose higher and higher till they looked to her like the stars in the sky. Then she saw a star fall leaving behind it a bright streak of fire. Someone is dying, thought the little girl, for her old grandmother, the only one who had ever loved her and who was now dead, had told her that when a star falls, a soul was going up to God. She again rubbed a match on the wall and the light shone round her. In the brightness, stood her old grandmother, 
clear and shining, yet mild and loving in her appearance. Grandmother, cried the little one, oh, take me with you. I know you will go away when the match burns out. You will vanish like the warm stove, the roast goose, and the large, glorious Christmas tree. And she made haste to light the whole bundle of matches, for she wished to keep her grandmother there. And the matches glowed with a light that was brighter than the noonday, and her grandmother had never appeared so large or so beautiful. She took the little girl in her arms, and they both flew upwards in brightness and joy, far above the earth, where there was neither cold nor hunger nor pain, for they were with God. In the dawn of morning, there lay the poor little one, with pale cheeks and smiling mouth, leaning against the wall. She had been frozen to death on the last evening of the year and the New Year's sun rose and shone upon a little corpse. The child sat still in the stiffness of death, holding the matches in her hand, one bundle of which was burnt. She tried to warm herself, said some. No one imagined what beautiful things she had seen, nor into what glory she had entered with her grandmother on New Year's Day. I hope you enjoyed listening to this story. What did you think of it? Did anything surprise you? Did anything stand out to you? I want to give you the opportunity to use this story to improve your English. So here's my challenge to you. Try to retell this story in your own words. Don't worry about getting every single detail right. Just retell the story as best as you can in English. Try to keep the who, what, when, where, and why in mind as you retell the story. There are different ways that you can practice retelling this story. Here are three suggestions. Try telling the story to a friend or family member. Practice rewriting the story in your own words. You can handwrite it in a journal or you could type it out in a digital document. Record a video of yourself telling the story. Great work getting in some English listening practice today. Tune in next week to hear one of my favorite stories, The King and His Hawk. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, or if you'd like information on taking one-on-one online English language classes, visit my website, www.vitaenglish.ca. That's www.vitaenglish.ca or email me at info at vitaenglish.ca. That's all for now. See you next time. <laughs>